sinister sound of boils and ghouls lock your doors and strap yourselves in from los angeles california bloody disgusting presents the boo crew podcast horror news commentary reviews interviews and more with your hosts lauren and trevor shand and leone d'antonio hey there my name is trevor and on behalf of myself lauren and leo welcome home to your boo crew episode 342 thank you so much for spending some time with us you are cordially invited to a beautifully told horror tale complete with gothic elements surprises and blood take a seat at the dinner table with multi-award-winning emmy-nominated director and co-writer jessica m thompson and multi-award-winning emmy-nominated natalie emmanuel star of the awesome new fright flick the invitation the time of release in theaters August 26th. Sink your teeth into designing the twists and turns, finding the perfect creepy mansion with an unbelievable history, the magic of polarity and misdirection, and so much more. Episode 342 with Jessica M. Thompson and Natalie Emmanuel is now slaying. It was always just my mom and me to have a family. That's what I really want. No way. I got a cousin. That is the whitest man I've ever seen. He wants to meet up. Oliver? Cousin Avery. <laughs> it sounds so Jane Austen when you say it like that. <laughs> you know, my mom always wanted to take me to England to learn about our family history. There's a wedding coming up, actually. You should come. I would love to, but I... Come on, everyone is dying to meet you. Uh... Wow, it's incredible. I believe this is one of our important guests. Evie, this is a close friend of the family, Walter DeVille. Uh, hi. Hi. Looking forward to getting to know you better. Evie. What are you doing down there? Miss, you should return to your room. We're all so delighted that you're here. Which one's the groom? The groom and his bride will make their grand entrance tomorrow. Ready? I can't shake the feeling that everyone is staring at me. Can you blame me? You and Walter seem to be getting awfully close, Evie. I'm curious, though. What has he told you about us? Ow! Let me see. <gasps> Here she is. Where are the bride and groom? As you all know, there has been someone missing from this table. But that once broken bond will be renewed tonight. Go ahead, scream. That's all we need. Another victim crawls onto the gurney for a Boo Crew autopsy. Joining Bloody Disgusting's Boo Crew via the Speakeasy Studio are two absolute powerhouse storytellers whose career trajectories continue to be both thrilling and inspiring. First off, an extraordinary filmmaker who's worked on the 15-time Emmy-winning The Handmaid's Tale, acclaimed shorts, and the award-winning feature The Light of the Moon, which was the talk of 2017 South by Southwest Festival, Woodstock, and many others. She helmed the end for Showtime and has been a 
part of crafting several documentaries, earning an Emmy nomination, and a stream of nods and prizes from Women Film Critics Circle, Salem Film Fest, AFI, and more. Also here with us, a startling actor who began as a prodigy on the legendary stages of London's West End to starring in the 49-time award-winning drama series Holly Oaks. Her talent and ability to connect with an audience and throw them into narratives with rich, stunningly crafted characters then put her in an unforgettable role for one of the most successful and impactful shows of all time, Game of Thrones. Since then, she's worked with James Wan and Justin Lin on the Fast and Furious franchise, the Maze Runner movies, the Emmy-winning Return to the Dark Crystal, and lending her voice to the successful Audible original The Coldest Case alongside Aaron Paul and Kristen Ritter. Her career is an adventure, and we are all so there for it. Together, their new film is The Invitation. After the passing of her mother, a woman named Evie takes a DNA test and discovers long-lost relatives. Things get very interesting very quickly as they invite her to a mysterious wedding in the English countryside. A time of release exclusively in theaters August 26th. We are honored to welcome its director and co-writer Jessica M. Thompson and star Natalie Emmanuel. Yeah. Woo! Thank yeah. you. That was amazing. <laughs> I know. What a wrap. I should carry you guys around with me in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are amazing. And this film is amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time to spend with us. And congrats on this film. I mean, we had such a blast with it. And we want to start yeah. right out by exploring both of your relationships uh, with the horror genre as viewers yourself. We're going to start with Jessica. Do you remember the first time you were exposed to the horror genre as a viewer and how made you feel uh yeah i mean i've been a long time horror fan i can't remember the exactly the first film though i do know it was halloween that gave me nightmares but um really it's like the aliens the jaws the omen the shining is probably my all-time favorite horror film but i also love some good body horror with david cronenberg i mean there's really uh the, the only probably one that i don't love is slasher films i apologize but uh, I do love my slow building horror and I really love the new wave of horror, you know, with Jennifer Kent and Ari Aster and Robert Eggers and all these incredible filmmakers that are coming up. Now, Jordan Peele. Um, yeah. So all these wonderful influences and I've always wanted to make a horror and I'm so glad the invitation is my first one. And you knocked it out of the park. And Natalie, same nice. question to you. Your first horror experience as a viewer. I, ca I can't remember the exact one, but I remember being about 13 and probably not like being supervised in the house quite late at night and there was a movie on tv that was far beyond my age and i should have been watching which was the exorcist and i remember just being like horrified <laughs> and like traumatized <laughs> by it um i was way too wrong way too young to be watching that film and yeah just being kind of yeah just couldn't shake that for a while um but i am a huge fan of horror films i think that they are just so much fun and just feeling the sort of going on a journey with a with a story and then like the suspense and feeling like oh no when are the scares coming when's the horror coming and just trying to work it all out you know i'm, a, I'm like another i'm a big fan of um like the carrie movie like that was always such a great one and um uh do you know what i watched recently was uh Jennifer's Body, which has obviously now become like this cult classic, which I loved at the time, by the way. 
and now is like people finally appreciating it for what it is oh and, my um, gosh yeah, my I'm new I'm best friend <laughs> yeah it's a, yeah. Cool, right? it's a <laughs> classic it's so great so great okay. Jennifer's body is fantastic yeah well to, so to create in that space I'll go back to Natalie for this too it's another thing entirely we would imagine I mean Natalie you've had the chance to build characters that have been grounded and dark like Sasha Valentine uh, to big action blockbusters to the fantastical what did it feel like to get the chance to find yourself in the middle of a horror film and what parts of your craft did that allow you to explore that you haven't had a chance to do yet well i think um what was very kind of instrumental to our film was like the sort of slow burning how we reveal and tell the story and reveal the kind of plant the seeds and reveal the real true nature of what's going on and i think there was this kind of art of subtlety that was really, really needed. And that was something that Thomas also just did so beautifully within the character of Walt. But like for my character and for my journey, it was really about kind of working out her uncertainty and like questioning her own instincts and then like and for me it was like I've definitely been in that situation before so kind of drawing from those experiences was quite um quite useful and instrumental but yeah I guess um in terms of what I've had to do for this film that I've not had to do before is like the trauma there was like you just have to traumatize yourself all day all day yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know but like and it's challenging but it's also like there's something really kind of in a way like cathartic about it like you just kind of leave it all out there and you go home absolutely exhausted and absolutely just like there's nothing left but for, for i think as an actor where you were just like oh i want to feel all the things like it's satisfying as right? well yeah very bit. rewarding right very, very <laughs> rewarding <laughs> And Natalie is not someone who does things lightly. She you goes can all tell. In. Yeah, every single take, she's 100% in it. And I know she's like, work, she's working with a migraine and she's like, you know, you can imagine if you're doing 20 takes of crying, you're going to make yourself hurt. So, you know, I'm sorry I put you through that, but well, it, it, was, was wonderful. it was, you didn't, I mean, we, we went through it all together and I think that yeah. was the, the, the joy of it really. You know, it's yeah. just what needed to happen. So it is sure. what it is. <laughs> Jessica, tell us about the fun of getting a chance to build your own horror adventure and the elements that you were excited to bring to the genre from a new perspective. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was such a dream. It was such a feast. You know, I really wanted to make something that was cinematic and elevated, um, working with you know, all of my heads of department to really create a unique look to the film, uh, making sure that it stood apart from other vampire films, from other horror films, uh, was really important to me. Um, but also to me, creating authentic relationships and authentic characters that you really believe. I feel like that's something that's really coming up in the new wave of horror um, and that I really, uh, you know, appreciate and that I want to lend my lend to. Um, because I think if you, if you don't care about these characters, then, uh, you know, then you don't scare, basically. You don't, you don't really, you can't really build that tension. Um, so to me, it was like working with Nat and Thomas and really uh, building their relationship up and uh, making sure the audience was along for this journey, you know, for this ride. The Boo Crew will be right back. Listen, this is the eerie, ghastly, sinister sound of giant vampire bats in flight summoned from the caves of perpetual night to destroy, to kill, to avenge. 
Universal presents a tale of the supernatural, Kiss of the Vampire. You know what a vampire is? Yes. I've heard of vampire bats. No, not bats. Human vampires. Beings who exist on the blood of other humans. Kiss of the Vampire. The spine-chilling drama of two young lovers trapped in a twilight world of terror, a world of unspeakable horror. You've hypnotized her. She's in a trance. Look at me, Marianne. For God's sake, look at me. Learn the macabre secrets of a living dead. Gasp at the screen's most terrifying climax. Kiss of the Vampire in color. Blair Butler, your co-writer, is fantastic. We love some of her other stuff like Hellfest and Polaroid. What do you find it is about her approach that meshes with what resonates with you? Yeah, I mean, when I first read Blair's script, I was immediately drawn to this idea of creating, uh, you know, the Brides of Dracula origin story. Like, I had not seen that on TV, on film. I thought it was really unique. And um, and to me, Blair is this incredible action aficionado. She's really great at plotting. She's really great at those kind of scare pieces. And what I think I put into the story was more of the romance, more of the character building, more of where Evie was coming from to make her go on this journey in the first place you know with her mother recently passing away and her grieving um you know so it really was wonderful to work with Blair and to kind of meld all of those worlds together and also we put a lot of little easter eggs in there a lot of little nods to uh Bram Stoker to m- lots of other horror films uh there's over 90 actually so people can see if they can count them all yeah Jessica at home uh, DNA ancestry tests are very popular these days have you taken one of these tests and did you have any experiences that helped in writing the script with Blair Butler I did. I did. Um, I actually took one and I did find a long lost cousin, but we had a lovely relationship. We have a lovely relationship. There was no <laughs> blood sucking or danger. Uh, <laughs> no, no murdering. Um, yeah. So, I mean, and a lot of people are doing this, right? There's a lot of like reality TV shows that are based around people, you know, finding their, their, you know, lost relatives. And I think it's something that's very relatable. People want to know where they come from. They want to understand their, uh, you know, their heritage. But also, what a better motif could you have for a vampire film than blood? (laughs) The mansion where this takes place, is that a practical location? Talk about building the sets. I mean, it's so beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, actually, we scouted in Hungary for quite a number of weeks to find the right castle and the second i saw this uh uh, 18th century castle i just knew it was the right one um it it was built in that kind of tudor british style uh, which is exactly you know the setting of the film but then when i found out it was madame bathory's great great grandson and if you know who madame bathory is she's the yeah she's the blood countess that killed over 600 women uh and bathed in their blood so um, once I found that out, one, I was like really excited about sleeping overnight in the castle. And then once I found that out, I was like, mm, okay, hard pass. Um, but yeah, I mean, all of that history just really lends itself to, to the story, you know, and it was so fun to actually get to, to work and film in this beautiful old castle. But a lot of the interiors we actually built, uh, it was mostly the exterior, the dining room, that was all practical. That was all, you know, on location. And it was fun. We got to go, we got to really explore Hungary and um, the crews over there are fantastic. 
And the way that the script wraps around itself is so unique in the way that it kind of combines history and and poetry of almost old English, but clashes with the modern world a bit. Like when Walt gives that monologue saying something about an idea or a concept, an itch they want to scratch. It's so beautiful. And are these moments that are a shock to the system, to the viewer, which I love. It pulls us in and gives us kind of a a synapse reaction. Uh, Natalie, what did you enjoy about that polarity as an actor bouncing off these kind of lines in the scripts and the ones that you had to say? Well, I think um, Evie sort of represents, you know, very kind of modern world, like the way that she expresses herself, her kind of whole cultural landscape, you know, rocking an outlander t-shirt. Like she's the kind of antithesis of this world that she's kind of found herself in this very classic, you know, kind of traditional, um, old, old traditions. Like she's kind of the opposite of that. And so it's, um, yeah, like for her, like she's sort of stepping into this foreign world and, working out how to be and how to act and how to yeah just exist there because she is in a lot of ways the opposite of them (laughs) and um yeah but the the way that the writing um like the way that walt expresses himself in comparison to evie yeah it's just very sort of indicative of that and um i i yeah i quite enjoyed going um toe to toe with thomas um in some of our in some of our scenes like that because um yeah the the way that they they express themselves is very very different and um it's it's his very poetic way of calm way of talking actually disarms her very easily and um that's part of his his charm and his his danger as well (laughs) so yeah in Natalie, the film kicks off in a very hopeful, romantic-like storytelling, but then turns very, very dark. Uh, working with Jessica, I was curious, what was the most challenging scene to shoot? I think, I, I don't know. The, the, it is a, Obviously, it does start off as this like romantic, sort of whirlwind romance. And I'll be honest, like the scenes with Thomas and I were very easy. And like we, like with Jess, did a lot to build our chemistry and intimacy, which was so great. So when we actually came to shooting out of it, it was very kind of smooth and easygoing. And I like really um, enjoyed those scenes. But as we were saying earlier, the, the scenes that were probably the most challenging were the ones where Evie's being kind of brutalized or being kind of like panicking or desperate for her life. And the, my least favorite moment of shooting was being put in that coffin. I mean, it was not fun. And, uh, and even though it was only for a few minutes or a few seconds at times, like being locked in a box shaped like a coffin is not, it's not like no one wants, it's like your worst nightmare, like buried alive. Like it's, you really, it's not hard for me to act through that because it's horrible. So that was probably like the most challenging thing that, that I did, but yeah, just sometimes just holding on to those, those emotions like you get tired you know and maybe the thing that sparked your emotion to begin with like stops being as effective as the day goes on but uh i think um you know just keeping that going and trying to like really maintain the stakes and danger and fear and desperation like they're, they're the hardest days but like i said they're often the most like satisfying 
Here at the Boo Crew, we love props and costumes, and we noticed them. And the invitation had incredible costumes and dresses and the paintings and the masks. There's just so many great things. Did either one of you get to keep anything from the production? We, both of us, kept a lot of things. <laughs> I love it. What did you guys I keep? I at one point we were, like, fighting over things. Like, wait, yes. I want that. <laughs> no, I am... Um, I actually was given one of um, one of the sort of less beaten down um, gowns, the red oh, gown. Wow. <gasps> yes. So I have that in a box, um, nicely protected in um, my house at home. For, so, Natalie, right. for Natalie's museum one day. Yeah. And how about you, Jessica? <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know where it's going to go, but it's just like it was so <laughs> cool for me to have have that. I took a lot of the little. So there's a lot of the uh, the the families have those four. Uh, they're kind of um, crests, you know, their coat of arms. And we had printed them on little things. So I actually uh, took a little bit, uh, like a few of the plates that had the DeVille uh, insignia on them and, um, and some of the cutlery and little things like that, just so that I could like have them around the house. Actually, one of my favorites is in the dining hall in the rehearsal dinner, the chandelier is made out of deer antlers and shrike skulls. Um, and I, I took a couple of the shrike skulls because they were kind of beautiful. Um, you know, they put the spray painted gold and um, yeah. So I took more little knickknacks like that. And you got that beautiful bag that she wore. Oh, yeah. Evie's bag. <laughs> oh, Evie's cool. bag. Um, she has a bag that she, like at the beginning of the movie, she has a bag that's like a tapestry bag. And I use that like most days, to be honest. It's a really great bag. Yeah. So I use it's that. always it's fun when you get to do those things. Before we come to the end of our time here, we wanted to shout out the composer, Dara Taylor. She came up with a really great clash of like kind of classic monster movies with a brand new spin. What was the process of designing the sonic experience of this film? Yeah, Dara is an incredible tour de force. I would gladly, happily work with her on everything I do. It was such a wonderful collaboration. Um, she, so I really, the one thing that I said to her was, I really see like siren songs being in this. I see considering there's three brides of Dracula, you know, so we actually both did had three vocalists sing a lot of those cues and then she would morph them and, and repeat them. And so, and it also really important to me was to have a melody that was say like Evie's theme for when she walks into the castle and then reprising that and putting the horror on it so whether it was using different instruments that created more horror notes or maybe just reversing them and kind of like you know uh, obscuring them and so it was really you know it was really a natural collaboration between me and Dara uh, I'm so glad that I found like a composer that I feel like I can work with on everything but um, yeah she led I agree and also my sound mixes kudos to them we invented that really unique sound which I'm never going to tell anyone what the unique sound of the vampires is it's going to be a secret till i die but like the and the way that they pan it around the room and so you never really know where the monster's coming from and that's why i think it's such a cinematic film you know you want to watch it in a cinema and hear all those little nuanced beats beautifully said well that's our time thank you guys so much for an extraordinary film congrats on the release and we'll be yes. there in the theaters to watch it in the big screen yes <laughs> thanks guys thank you guys thank have you. a good one yeah, bye that was the Boo Crew Podcast episode 342 special thanks to our guests Jessica M. Thompson and Natalie Emanuel the time of release their new film The Invitation is in theaters August 26th production tracks for this one provided by Power Man 5000 till next time this is Trav and for myself Lauren and Leo saying, 
Sweet screams. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Boo Crew Podcast. Haunt the Boo Crew at TalesFromTheBooCrew.com. Tales from the Boo Crew on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at TalesFromTheBoo. The Boo Crew is Lauren and Trevor Shand and Leone D'Antonio. The Boo Crew is produced by Lauren Shand, chopped and sliced by Trevor Shand. The Boo Crew is a TSP creation, part of the bloody disgusting podcast network. Bye. A bloody disgusting podcast network, home of the Boo Crew. For horror-centric interviews, SCP archives, weekly full cast storytelling, horror queers, genre commentary from an LGBTQ perspective, and creepy for disturbing and terrifying creepy pastas. Listen free wherever you stream audio and at bloodydisgusting.com slash podcasts.